Welcome to the Driven Real Estate Podcast by Remax Hallmark, where we interview top performing realtors, listen to their ideas, strategies, and advice so we can raise the bar and make your story a success story. Here's your host, John Der Perez. Hey, everybody, this is John Der Perez. Thank you for tuning in to the Driven Real Estate Podcast by Remax Hallmark. Today's guest has over 25 years of high end sales experience, serving in management roles at Harry Rosen and Holt Renfrew and she led the opening of the first Williams-Sonoma store in Canada at Yorkdale & Bloor. She has overseen over 120 employees, 8 managers, and managed $20 million budgets. She transformed her sales experience into a successful real estate business, where she is a consistent recipient of the REMAX Platinum Club Award and has achieved the REMAX Hall of Fame Award. Let's welcome Laurie Ann Warren. Laurie, what is the secret to your success? Hard work. Um, Ethics. Uh, always doing what you say you're going to do. Um, ex- not not over-promising, but uh, making sure that you exceed expectations. Um, but hard work. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you have to put the time in, you have to put the work in. It's, yes. it's not an easy business, so yeah. there's no revelations. Right. You have to work. It sounds very, very straightforward advice, hard work. So let's talk a little bit about how you got started. Because earlier when we were talking... You talked about your high-end sales experience and how you eventually got into real estate and the hard work that you did and the performance that you got out of it. So, Laurie, can you sort of take us to where you first got started in sales and what high-end sales you were involved with? Okay, kind of a funny story. Um, I was in high-end sales management for about 25 years with uh, Holt Renfrew and Harry Rosens. I actually opened the Williams-Sonoma stores in Canada um, at Yorkdale and Bloor Street. And um, I had, you know, 100, 120 employees and six to eight managers and, you know, $20 million budgets, that sort of thing. And um, it was fun. But I got to a point where um, I didn't have a university degree, and um, I was working 60 to 70 hours a week anyway, and I had trained and developed about 400 people, fired some too, and um, I just thought it would be a lot better to be working for myself, mm-hmm. that it would be a lot easier. <laughs> so um, not really so easy because it's kind of nice to have people to delegate to. And uh, when I first got into real estate, I was in Toronto at uh, Williams-Sonoma, and my dad, at 66 years old, decided that he was going to get into real estate. He'd always wanted to have his license, and he'd always wanted to work with me in a small business. And he said, why don't you just take some courses? And um, so while I was in Toronto, I actually took my real estate license and uh, had to decide between staying in Toronto or coming back to Ottawa to work with my dad. Mm-hmm. And um, so I came back to Ottawa and worked with my dad. And um, he only lasted a year in real estate. Wow. And he, 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 he kept saying, you go because you're better at it. You go, you're better. And one day I just said, hey, Dad, I don't mind that you want me to do these things. Just tell me what you like to do. And I said, and we'll, we'll massage the business that way. And he said, honestly, I don't like this business. Wow. And um, so he retired after a year and mm-hmm. after me moving to Ottawa. So I ended up on my own. And um, that's how I... I got into it. it was because of my dad encouraging me and then then deserting me right. so <laughs> yeah so that was quite an exciting journey for you then 
Yeah, it was a really big journey. And um, you do not realize when you take your real estate license how little you really know. Right. It's, um, it's quite shocking. Right. Um, the first day you have your license, you're like, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. And um, so it was a huge learning curve. Yeah. So speaking of that and, and how you got started out in real estate and then trying to figure out what to do, Lori, what was your biggest challenge when you started out? Um, finding people to work with. Mm-hmm. You're brand new. Um, you know, you don't really have any credibility. Um, I don't particularly like to make cold calls. Mm-hmm. Actually, I really don't like to make cold calls. And um, so it's finding enough business to support you. And um, I did for about a year when I first started. I uh, worked at, at a competitor, um, Roll a Page. Oh. And uh, the 60-40 split for me, you know, when you're just starting, um, I wasn't making any money. And uh, so I actually ended up going and working at Remax for a team. And um, it was when I went there and started working for a team, I really realized what, how you do get business. Mm-hmm. And um, that there's a whole bunch of pillars, different places that you can get it from, whether it's relocations or other realtors or door knocking or whatever it is. And um, the light bulb went off. Mm-hmm. So it was actually, for me, it was a great experience to go and join a team that was more experienced to see what they were actually doing because mm-hmm. I had no idea. Right. So instead of sitting out on your own and trying to figure out through trial and error yeah. or through facing challenges, you pretty much put yourself into a position where you're learning from more experienced people in an environment that allowed you to, to learn a lot uh, quicker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You said that so much right. better than me. <laughs> well, you said it, you said it first. Yeah, so, yeah. so we were... Talking earlier as well, because you've been a consistent 100% club producer for, for many years. And then your goal became to crack the Platinum Club, right. which is around, a t- well, which is a 250000 and above. Mm-hmm. And your biggest challenge was being able to do that. So, Lori, what was the revelation that you got or you learned that allowed you to finally break through that challenge and to achieve Platinum Club? Right. So, um, I think it was second year that I ended up at 100% Club and I kept sitting there going up a little bit, well, going up a lot, but never quite achieving the uh, the Platinum Club. And I'm rather goal-oriented and competitive like most realtors are. And um, however, I had a really um, great friend, realtor, and I think that that's important that you have relationships with other realtors so you can kind of bounce things off each other. And we were sitting there one morning at breakfast and he always was platinum club and I was always 100% club and I you know I think that year I'd missed it by about Mm 35,000 and I'd found it really frustrating that I wasn't making this goal and he just casually said to me that um, you know he knows he's going to make platinum and that's all he wanted to make because he's an accountant by trade in the past and so he didn't like the tax amount if he did more but he liked to make that and so his goal every year was to be at 100 thousand dollars by the end of March and if he did that he knew that his year was made and um, and I was sitting there thinking to myself I'm a hundred percent club doing like a hundred thousand and you're doing it by the end of March Mm -hmm. and that's how you do 250 and um, that clicked so it was like a light bulb went off there and um, so I did make um, platinum because I planned my business that way to make sure that I was there and um, so that's kind of how I made it the first time so I've been um, platinum club for I think you'd have to check I don't know probably four years Mm -hmm. now 
and um, and you know it's been increasing every year. It's not two fifty, yes. but of course your next goal is Chairman's Club. Right. And um, I'm kind of happy to say that uh, this week, with closed and pending, if all goes well, because I have two deals that are conditional right now, mm-hmm. if that goes through, then I've made Chairman's Club for the first time, wow, which is huge for mm-hmm. me. It's Good. just a big deal for yes. me. It may not be to anybody else, but yeah. I love goals. So. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's a great accomplishment, and congratulations Thank on that you. because it took that journey and of, of learning and discovery and and putting in the hard work and then realizing that when you learn something profound like that from another from another realtor that that could drastically change the direction of your business so Lori you've built your business up to this point what did you have to do in order to get to this point like you 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 mentioned about learning from a team Mm -hmm. so after you've learned that team what did you do after that to to get to that 100 percent club to get to the platinum and then today to crack the barrier of, uh, of chairmans. What did you do to get to this point? Um, one of the things that there's a lot of paperwork involved mm-hmm. and um, you can get caught up in that instead of talking to people and being face-to-face. To me, the whole the whole business is getting face-to-face. Yes. And if you're stuck doing administrative things, you know, it's less time face-to-face. So um, to get from 100% club to platinum, besides, you know, setting a goal for the first quarter, because you do most of your business, 70% of it by the end of June, um, I also realized when I was, you know, about 225 volume that I needed an assistant. Mm-hmm. And... Um, my dad at that point decided to come back because he saw that I was really busy. So he thought he'd give it a second try. Yes. So at, um, I think, 71, he came back um, as a licensed realtor and he was my assistant. Mm-hmm. And that year um, we did, you know, he, he just changed my business because there were so many things I didn't have to worry about anymore. And I totally trusted him because he was my family. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then at the end of that year, he did the same thing. Right. <laughs> he said, it really isn't for me, Lori. I really am going to quit again. I'm like, no, we're doing so well and people love you. But, um, so he left and, um, but I realized that that was my breakthrough year and it was because I had an assistant. Right. And so I did go out and I hired another full-time assistant and that made a difference of consistently being able to do platinum. You just mm-hmm. cannot, I don't care how organized you are you're going to give up something right either your balance in life or face-to-face appointments or you know some joy in the business yeah. too so yeah pretty much delegating yeah some of the work that really is holding you back from from achieving the goal of building the business right so yeah some of the things that you would otherwise be doing that take away from your business development prospecting that sort of thing is what you essentially pass along to to somebody else to do to, to help you out exactly right. yeah. and then the next I think the next uh, hurdle for us was um, I was leaving a lot of business on the table um, I had you know lots of leads coming in and um, not following up on them and just picking and choosing and I realized at the end of the year that I had you know left a lot on the table right. and um, my son was in college and uh, he wanted to join me and I insisted no not until he got his um, diploma so he got a small business and entrepreneur um, diploma and I convinced him to join me mm-hmm. and um, so you know having him join as well like all that business that was sitting on the table the millennials the first-time home buyers um, you know and maybe 
not $500,000 deals, but you know, um, it all matters, right? It That's all right. adds up in the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Michael cut his teeth on um, doing all of that the first year. And that made a huge difference too, to get the volume up an awful lot. And um, it's kind of, so it's kind of a, a family business that, uh, that we've grown. Mm-hmm. And um, he's been with me for three years now. And he is, he's important to the mm-hmm. business for sure. And it's great to see that, that family involvement and how you're creating what will eventually become a legacy that, that you can build up and then pass on to, to your family and, and for generations to come. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's the reason why, really, I believe, and, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, why we build a, a business in real estate is to have that, that everlasting uh, the benefit. Well, it'd be kind of sad, right? If we worked this hard and then the day you retired, it was just like it was all gone. Absolutely. So, um, and you know, why not help uh, somebody younger to, mm-hmm. you know, have a great salary and income and yes. uh, and then, you know, I can scoot off for three months and not be around and <laughs> go to Tuscany at a That's villa right. or something like that and he'll mm-hmm. manage the fort, right? Yeah. Well, speaking of, speaking of traveling, you mentioned that you started out in your early 20s as a flight attendant and yep. so the travel bug bit you and you're constantly traveling but at the same time you're very passionate about your work and you you really want to pour yourself into it so tell me a little bit Lori, about you know, what about uh, your travels your vacations allows you to be able to balance uh, your your work as well and you know what what does that structure look like for you how often do you do you go traveling so that you're able to pursue that interest of yours and then how does that affect the way you work in this business? Um, well, I'm not one of those ones that doesn't answer the phone after 7 o'clock at night. And um, as much as I try and take a day off, you know, every Sunday now is what my day off is. I mean, if clients call or there's an offer, you're obviously busy. So <clears throat> I find that, you know, you can be going seven days a week and it turns into like, 14 days and not having had a day off so it took an awful lot for me to figure out but um, I've been in coaching um, for 13 of my 14 years in real estate and um, I've had some really great coaches and one of the things that we figured out for me is that I do just go 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 I'm very driven and um, and then I'll crash so we've learned to that I there's a period of time that I need to make sure that I get away so um, I try every three months to have a week away I can't stay in town it's not uh, I'm a grandmother and I've got two boys and you know um, elderly parents so there's no way staying in town is a break for me so I like to get out of the country where nobody can really reach me for a week and um, and then I also try and take like a three-day long weekend at some point during that three months and every time I go away I come back and I try and book a trip or at least know I have something because it's a goal of mine so and you find that uh, it helps you because you you mentioned a lot that you like to do the traveling and and, and going out there and enjoying yourself do you find well, that work that's hard sort of, play hard right, right absolutely, I mean totally why agree. why would we work like that and not yeah. get a chance and I have a travel bug like it's mm-hmm. um, I often tell clients you know I, I work to travel yes. so um, and I like to get around and I like to just see new places and um, and rest mm-hmm. I think you have to rest you have to work hard right. And then you have to rest. Yes. So it's easier to do that, I think, too, if you have a bit of a team. Um, you know, when I was on my own trying to do it, it was a little bit harder because you're leaving your business with other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm very hands-on, so yeah. I don't like to leave my clients with somebody else. Um, but when you have, like, a family member, 
um, or teammates that you trust, then you feel comfortable that you can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I just recently came back from 10 days in St. Thomas. I didn't follow my direction that I usually do. And I waited a little bit too long. So I was a little bit burnt out and I took 10 days. Um, I find as soon as you get to over seven days, it does impact your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always gone by, um, for each week you take off, it takes two weeks to get your business back up and going again, you know, right. as far as momentum goes. Mm-hmm. So the 10 days I found took a little bit more than my two weeks momentum. So but. it's about finding that perfect balance of, of work and play. Of course, work hard, play hard, as you said. And oh, yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah. And then being, uh, being able to pour yourself into your work and then just doing it enough and then timing it enough that you're you're able to have a vacation recharge and then come back at it again and i really love to see the fact that you're very passionate i can tell that you're very passionate about your work to the point that you're totally committed you're totally driven yeah. to achieve your goals now Lori, what would you say then what is your day typically look like so from the moment you get up in the morning and you're always on the go so the moment you wake up to the moment that you call it you call it a day the moment you're finished everything that you need to do. What does that day look like for you from start to finish? Um, I'm probably not the best example of that because <laughs> I don't do the R&R, you know, and I'm not the, uh, I get up at 7.05. I have a thing because I used to get up at 2, 3 in the morning and right. when I was a flight attendant to yes. go to work. I So when I retired at the gentle age of 24 from that I said I will never get up before 705 unless I'm going on vacation Mm -hmm. so if I'm going to get a flight I'm okay with it but otherwise forget it so I get up at 705 Mm -hmm. and um, you know I I get into work I try and get in by um, 8 30 9 o'clock this morning I got caught I was coming in at 10 and Dan said what are you doing coming in now (laughs) Um, so I try and get in and uh, you know if there's any fires I put them out and um, then you know some calls and touch bases and follow-up that I need to do Um, I try if I can to do as many appointments as possible during the day Um, and I find like as your business progresses you end up finding that you know clients are willing to meet you during the day um so i haven't had to do as many evening appointments and also since michael joined like my business has changed because he tends to be out with the buyers more in the evening than i am Mm -hmm. so um but i don't leave the office at five you know i kind of straggle a little bit and so i'm not the perfect example but um you know i'm i'm done probably like by six six thirty and then i get home and i just i relax i might answer emails i have clients that'll comment oh my god laurie do you ever stop working because they'll get an email and it was like at 10 30 and um so i shouldn't do that but i do i mean if i'm if i'm free and i have work to do and little you know there's so many odds and ends in real estate mm-hmm. i just rather get them out of the way because they tend to clog things up there's just a lot of stuff that you it's get. a lot of stuff yeah, so it sounds like a very busy schedule and uh, you know every every realtor approaches it differently so whatever i mean what what works for you definitely has has been a reflection of your success and and it's great to see that especially because you're passionate about your work and you pour yourself into it so every single day you get you get what you what you put put into your day right so lori you're very energetic you're very passionate about your work and you're always on the go and mind you you all you're you have the ability to balance out work life and and play and and going out and vacationing and and play as well what would you say then lori keeps you motivated to perform at this level you you're you need so much energy in order to be able to accomplish what you do mm-hmm. and you're doing it amazingly well what is it that motivates you to perform at this level every single day 
Um, it's just not in me to fail. Mm-hmm. So um, I just do it. And um, my children are really important to me. I think it's really important to have a really strong why. Um, and I've raised two boys by myself. I'm a single mom for like 23 years. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't want them to miss out on opportunities in life because they were being raised by a single mom. So, and my family's always been hardworking. Um, so it's just kind of like an ethic that we've always had, but my kids for sure. Um, just making sure that they would be okay. Um, you know, if something happened to me and also that they'd have opportunities and, uh, cause you hate saying no. And believe me, I, I, it's hard for me to say no, but I do say no. Um, so my kids, I'd have to say that's my why. And I'm also really, um, competitive, not in a mean way, but and not competitive with anyone else, but competitive with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been one that liked to be average in what I did. Mm-hmm. So um, it hasn't mattered uh, what position or job or who I worked for. I always wanted to do my best. Mm-hmm. And I think the other why is I absolutely, I've always felt that if you do the right thing by your client, then you'll get paid back. And um, so sometimes you do things and maybe it doesn't look like you're going to get anything for it, but it does pay off in the long run, you know. Mm -hmm. So I've just always done the right thing for people and I love my clients and my clients love me and um, nothing makes me happier than, you know, seeing them happy. And then, you know, after that, I get a paycheck, which right. is really awesome, right? So it's yeah. like double happy. That's right. And, um, and I've never thought about the paycheck. Mm-hmm. I've just always thought about them. And, uh, and I just felt that if I did the right thing, that it would eventually work. Yes. So, um, like we had this year, I was just doing my uh, business. I'm starting my business planning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you look at your repeat business. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It makes your business really easy to do. Yes, I love these ideas, being totally committed to your clients, whether or not you expect something out of it, you just put yourself into it and it'll definitely pay for itself. Like It's a relationship, it's relationship right? building, that's yeah. right. And I love how you said it's not in you to fail because yeah. that's a very that's a very strong statement to make. And when you when you make that kind of a statement, you raise the bar to to a, to a whole a very high level, mm-hmm. right? So, Lori, some of the realtors listening to this right now are just starting out in their career. So they're very early on in their career. They need a sense of guidance, direction, where to go. And other realtors might have been, you know, might have spent a few years already in their career. They may have established careers, but perhaps they're facing some challenges and they need that direction and they need that guidance. They need to figure out what they need to do to improve their business. Lori, what would your advice be to realtors based on your success and based on your energy and passion for this business? What would your advice be? What would you tell them? Um, the best thing they can do for themselves is hire a coach. Um, I have to say I'm really impressed with the trainings at Remax Hallmark. Um, but I think accountability is really important. And um, I have an amazing coach. And I've had different coaches over the years. And some of them have been more about balance in life. You know, like my first one who actually works with me now. Um, she was the one that said, you know, you burn out if you go more than three months and you know your vacation's important and booking it and all that sort of thing so it was a lesson learned that I've carried forward and so there's always been some major ahas with every different coach that I've had and um and I'm I mean I've been in Richard Robbins coaching I've been um 
with Brian Buffini and I've been with Tom Ferry. Um, Brian Buffini coaching. I was having my best year ever and I switched coaches to a different company um, because there was so, I wanted to build my business in other ways too, mm-hmm. not just Brian Buffini. So I think having a coach and being coachable. Yes. Um, like yesterday I had a conversation with my coach about my week last week. I, it, it seemed to have been a bit of a dramatic week. And um, so it's so wonderful to have somebody who um, cares about you and tells it to you straight. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's no agenda. Yes. Right. And um, and so you can kind of go, yeah, you're right. You're right. And there's no recrimination. There's no nothing. It's about learning the lesson and then moving forward. And um, I find it refreshing because, you know, it's difficult to find somebody who doesn't have an agenda. So to have that person side by side with you, helping to grow your business that's excited about your success um, and that really helps you. It's brilliant, and I think it's worth every single penny if you have the right coach. Um, So, you know, when you find synergy with somebody, and we're all the time, like, in our careers, I think, you know, sometimes you need help with um, maybe finances, you know, and so your coach helps you there, or sometimes you need help with balance in life, or sometimes you need help with, you know, um, building your budgets, or, you know, where am I spending my money? There's so many different ways that they can help you and that's their job to do that. So, and they figure it out. And, um, so that's the one thing that I would say, Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're new or if you're mature in your business, if you get a great coach, um, they will make a difference in your life and in your business. And it's because a lot of the time we're totally immersed in our business that it needs an outside. We need an outside person, an outside perspective looking in, and we may not realize that we could be doing something completely differently from what we're doing, and it just needs that uh, person to, to tell us. So that's a great piece of advice. Laurie, thank you so much for the knowledge, the experience, the wisdom that you've shared with us today. We definitely enjoyed listening to, to everything. It's, it's our pleasure. So uh, we wish you the very best with your business. Much success to you. And thanks again for joining us and, and, and for, uh, for sharing with us today. Thank you. It was great being here. Thank you for listening to the Driven Real Estate Podcast. To listen to more success stories, visit our website at hallmarkdriven.com.